the ones that's too far. <laughs> you better take that out because is that one of your sponsors? <laughs> I was gonna say the ones who smell bad. <laughs> All right. Um, Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I'm your host, Heather McFadden, and this is still the place where I get to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. And in this episode, number 499, scratch that, 449. We're getting sidetracked with my friend, Cynthia Yanoff. She's the host of the Mesmerized podcast. And the first Friday of every month, Right here on Don't Mom Alone, we get sidetracked with some topic. Well, this month we're getting sidetracked with Cynthia's new book, Life is Messy, God is Good. We can all agree that there's always something in life that's popping up and shaking us up and circumstances can be hard, but thankfully the sentence doesn't end there for those of us who believe in a holy God who is good and loving. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to laugh along the way, as always, and uh, it is the month of love being February, so we'll get into some of our uh, Valentine's memories here. Don't forget, too, you could join Cynthia and I next month on the podcast if you pre-order Cynthia's book and fill out the form. We're going to be picking a winner soon here, so y'all, if you listen to this the Friday it comes out this weekend, please enter. Uh, Cynthia's book comes out February 6th, so pre-order a copy, enter to win, and we hope you get to join us on the show. All right, you ready? You tracking? Let's get right to it. Here we go. My question is, you said that people are telling you they listen to the sidetrack because it's a guilty pleasure. Yes, I've had a couple of people tell me it's a guilty pleasure. And I don't know if it's because the content's that bad. It feels like a complete... (laughs) doing something wrong. (laughs) Right. I think that welcome to sidetracked. This is your guilty pleasure. Does this sound good? It's a guilty pleasure. You can't do it, but my voice is better. Okay. Nice and sultry. It is sultry after you have... What'd you have anyway? <laughs> I don't know. I never went and got tested. Well, thanks for coughing on me over uh, there. You know. You, what did you have? I had COVID last week and... <gasps> We're four years past and it's still a naughty word. Talk about guilty. That's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I need to know right now. Yeah. I think there's an addiction issue I'm dealing with and I need what? to know if there is um, an Afrin Anonymous... We've talked about your Afrin addiction. It's still happening? Well, no, I quit. Oh, oh no, no, no. No, 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 no. Me. It was not you. It was someone I was listening to, and they used it for 30 years. Oh. This was a comedian. It was uh, the guy I went and heard in Fort Worth. Nate, what's his name? Bergatsky. His dad, oh, literally, he he'd been using it for 30 years. Okay, well, I appreciate that you confused me with Nate. That's all cool. But um, let me. But yes, you can be addicted. Okay, well, I know I don't need you. To, you don't tell. You don't tell an addict that you can get addicted when they're already an addict. So I had the COVIDs, and I mean, snotting to high heaven, and I, Thank nobody you for cares, that. right? Thank you. And what's unfortunate about that is, so Mike was sleeping upstairs as one would when you have COVID. He came through to take a shower. He said one morning, and he's like, "You were snoring like." knock down the walls <laughs> snoring like, because I'm just trying to breathe i was so congested so i started the afrins 
Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> the next night I need offered and then the next night. So I've been, you know, I just got back in town. I've been in Nash for a few days and the, I didn't. The Nashville. The Nashville. And I did not take my Afrin and I, uh, there's some withdrawals. And then let me see one other thing. What's a withdrawal of Afrin? What happens to you? You snot up at night and then you can't breathe and you're well, like. that doesn't feel like it. <gasps> I mean, I wasn't shaking and in a corner. I was wondering like for your next hit. Okay. But with you being sick, I think you're going to appreciate this too. Yeah. I don't want us to have false gods and I don't want us to have idols, but if I were to have an idol, it would be Mucinex. What? Oh, I love Mucinex. I'm a NyQuil, DayQuil girl. You like the alcohol content. Is that right? I think so. There is? No. Do you, yeah, there is. There really is. All of the crunchy ladies are mm-hmm. totally getting the DMs ready. Oh, they're sending it to you. They're I like, don't there's worry. red dye 14 don't in it. Don't worry. I did the elderberry. And Sambucal, and I did ginger, and I love beet juice. Is that going to help me? That's gross. Beets. You love beets? Uh-uh. You know, the beets. I know what a beet is. I bet that mm. sh- I bet that Pickled th- beets? Does it shoot through you? No, it's so good. Okay, well, listen, everyone. All this healthy, that's great, but also I'd like to sleep, and you would like to sleep, and breathing is important. Do you have a CPAP? <laughs> I do. Not yet. <laughs> Alfred's Anonymous is where I'll be if anyone needs me. It no, does work, AA. I don't have- We're not no, making fun of AA. We're not making out. No, everyone. Out. Save your emails. Send them to Heather McFadden. I believe in AA and Al-Anon, but this is real. You can get it. You got to be careful. Okay, thanks. Use it well, sparingly. Again. Is that helpful? Yeah, that's helpful. You? Okay, well, listen, I want everyone- Welcome I to have... the podcast where now we're at the age where we talk about our ailments. We have those good friends that have a really successful podcast that they talk about football. This is, yeah, our friends. Mm-hmm. This yep. is going to be the one where you we come to hear us talk about, because, you know, I think I talked about my plantar fasciitis on here one time. Totally. And I diagnosed and someone. lactose and gluten and. Oh, I wish. I don't have any of that, but I'm going to start that. <laughs> okay, but I do have a surprise for you. Oh, I love it. Because this surprise. is a big month. You guys. I mean, it's not only month. have people told us they listen to us because it's a guilty pleasure, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they've also been entering to be on the show. Yes, we had that competition. Um, you still, when you listen to this, it's still open for just a couple days. We're going to pick a winner. <laughs> and so what you're literally doing is buying a book and then you tell us you bought a book and put the number and then you can be on sidetracked with us. And it's- We're picking a winner and it's out of what are we up to now? 40 people yes <laughs> one in 40 chance that you can do this totally we got a few people that are like what? i didn't buy a book i'm just submitting Whatever, it and- people buy the book oh, it's amazing thanks okay and the book is called life is messy god is good and i have a surprise for you you ready I'm i have s- to leave my chair hold please oh okay let's play some music sing a song life is messy in honor of your book. I <gasps> painted my number the book cover. <laughs> and it's a little messy and I felt like that was appropriate. No, s- is it really a paint my number? Yeah. Totally. You guys. You can see the numbers right there. Oh. I ordered it. I sat right there. I watched New Girl and I painted. Heather, this is the biggest act of love that I've gotten oh, in really? a long time. Oh, I thought you- it was better than a cookie. It's fabulous. And especially it feels like, remember when I made, I made fun of you for something and then you for said cro- you st- for like needlepoint or crocheting. Yeah. I was going to crochet a bow. And then I made fun of you for paint my numbers. And now I got like the benefit of it. 
so nice. Thank you. Bob would be proud. Bob um, Ross, everyone. When they sent it, it's a little bit down. They could have cropped it a little different, but the good is getting cut off. It's fine. That's it's how fine. I feel like my life has been recently. The good's been kind of cut off. <laughs> it's a it's, little bit cut off. It's, it's right on the edge. Right on the edge. But y'all, this is okay. Listen, everyone. Yeah. If you buy a book and enter our competition, we will send you a picture <laughs> of you, the paint by number. You can get your own paint by number kit of Cynthia's book cover. <laughs> it is. It's it's harder than you think, and they actually sent twenty four different colors. Oh you wouldn't gosh. think there's that many colors, but there are 24 different colors in that picture. What's it called? The colors, like the pan something? What are those called? Pantone, Is, color of the year. Like, did you have to have the Pantones for that? Or they they just... do. They know gosh, it. They, I have all the paints if you want to work Aww, on it more. Oh, you guys. Heather, thank you. You're so welcome. I mean, it is book day in a few days. And like... How you feeling? You know what? I'm so thankful. Like, I know this is not what you're searching for, but I'm so thankful for you because I literally don't know a dang thing about the book business. Like, you know what? Like, I have a law degree, people. I don't know much. Like, I know the law. Who uses that anymore? Well, and it changes all the time. What could be true, even when I released my first one, is changing. But like, I have to call you. (laughs) I literally had to ask you... (laughs) How you how we set up a competition? How, oh, right, and you're right, like, right. The Google Forms. You're yeah. like, it's a Google Form. I'm like mm-hmm. a Google Form. And so then I tell <laughs> one of my kids, I'm like, did you know that there's Google Forms? And they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But so how am I feeling? I would say, listen, you know, it's like when you bring a baby in the world. Like you're like, listen, is it people compared? Do you feel like a little bit? I'm just like. I'm not really worried about if people are going to call my baby ugly. I mean, it is what it is. But you are bringing this baby in the world. You're like, I'm putting out like, and mine has a lot of personal stuff in it, like stories and my family and all this. And I'm like, I'm putting it out in the world. And you and know this more than anybody, but like people, you guys, nobody's other than like maybe Grisham and all them. <laughs> like people aren't in this business because you're making all this money and stuff. That's no. no. If you do a time dollar oh, averaging. I should be at the law firm. But well, yeah, mm-hmm. this is just one of those where like, you know, the Lord calls you to do this and you just want to steward this message so well and you want it to get to the right people. And I think that's, I'm at that point where I'm just like, listen, um, yeah, I just want, I just want the Lord to do, I just want to have stories on the other side of how the Lord was so good and faithful to get the message out and that people know him better. Who cares about me? Right. Or whatever. Like, I just want people to know him better. My hope is that it's, and I think it is, but that it's really funny. And it's mm-hmm. one of those things where you can laugh, but then have truth in it and it's something that would mean something to you and to me but like it's something I could give my friend that I'm like I'm not sure are we walking with God right now like yeah I just wanted to like transcend some barriers in there and not just be so many of those books you and I read are like this is the truth and this is how it does it and there isn't like one it's like recipe. a bridge to putting feet to the truth and because yeah. life is messy that resonates right we get that yeah. this is our circumstances Mm-hmm. You know, you and I, we did the episode for January and we're like, this is what 2024 is going to be all about. And then I feel like 2024 hit, I don't know about me, I feel like it hit me like a ton of bricks with, I feel like my kids have been home a ton and then you and I both get sick, but you've been dealing with, tell us about all the mess of this last yeah. year. Because I, I mean, we've hinted at it in some episodes, right. but like, this is the reality of life. It is a reality of life for all of us. Like book writing or not, when you're trying to do the things for the Lord and you're just or trying- just living your life. Like it's even like, if you're outside, that's true. Like not even trying to do. Like I think people can resonate who don't even know Christ yet. Like they can resonate with man, 
life is hard. No, and I life think is- for sure you can. I guess what happens to me is that when I feel like I'm doing the things the Lord's called me to do, then I think things are going to get smoother. And that's just not Oh, the like case. an A plus B is going to equal yeah. this reward C. Like, right. Yeah. And, and, that's, and this has been a hard season. And so that's why I was saying like, I'm so thankful for you because you've been, uh, yes, you do know Google Forms. And I do appreciate <laughs> that about you. And you paint my number. But I also <laughs> like have had just these moments of being able to call me like, this is hard. Or like, I, I don't know how to manage this. Or is this weird? Like, I don't mm. want this to be about me. And you're like, okay, this is very normal. Or you need to get used to this. Or don't let that hurt your feelings. And it's mm-hmm. really been nice to have someone in your world that can do it. But this fall was really hard. We've alluded to that and without being too serious. Because listen, it's nobody's <laughs> guilty pleasure if I'm going to go on a tirade <laughs> about how hard don't the Yale house. people cry Everyone, guilty pleasure. Sit back. It's yeah, getting sit really back. Boring. Cynthia, tell, us, and tell um, us a moment about your fall. Yes, right. But it has like literally this fall. Every single, I feel like everything. I mean, you know, one of my kids started having just like crippling anxiety, which... Um, this child had never had before. And I was just you know, one of those things. And I, I've never walked that road. And that was brutal as a mom, brutal for the kid. But, and then, you know, I, um, just everything from that's like our dog died. I didn't even know I liked dogs. And we <laughs> talked about that, uh, but you know, our dog died and that was hard and hard on my kids. And I was so sad about that. And then, you know, my husband, um, he's had some changes and, his law firm and um so that you had eye surgery and your eye like yeah, swole sh- I totally shut. yeah I had skin cancer on my head and that had to have all this stuff done and mm-hmm. my eye was swollen shot and it's just been like I know someone's listening it's like Ooh, poor you I, but <laughs> we do not compare we don't compare it's just been a lot man Brett totaled his truck I mean oh, yeah. you guys the cherry bomb <laughs> nobody saw that coming <laughs> the cherry bomb and so I just feel like as we've walked this you were funny you said this to me and I was like yeah and I think we mentioned this maybe before but you were like when you write a book sometimes or whatever your thing is like, sometimes, you know, the Lord's like, are you, we're going to live that message. Mm -hmm. And I've lived this message. Like life, life is messy. I'm looking over at your sign. (laughs) You're like, what was it called again? What's the name of this book again? Life is messy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've lived that. Um, and, and on the other side of it, like God is still good. And I love that that still my, like in my deepest soul, all I know is to be authentic. You guys know that. Sadly, I say too much. I say what I think. But in my deepest heart of hearts, I can walk on the other side of this message and say, even when it feels like the bottom is falling out and almost every area, it feels like it's fallen out in the last six months. Like God has still been so good and real and present. And I'm just so grateful for that. Well, and that's the key because I told you as I was, you didn't know I was painting, but I was watching New Girl and Who's she, she? Who's the new girl? Zoe Deschanel. Come on. She dates a property brother. Now she's married to him. Oh, but in the show and, you know, people, it's young 30 year olds. There's, I mean, pretty much every episode it's, you know, drinking and sex, whatever. Yada, yada. We're not talking about that. But she has this whole like life is messy moment. She's literally telling all her friends life is messy and she's going on a rampage. But here's the deal. She didn't end it with God is good. Mm. This is the. So then what what do we do? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, we have a God, a divine being who is unchanging, he can't not be good. Mm-hmm. And he can't not work on our behalf. And so do the circumstances change all of a sudden? Like you're saying, like, if I follow the rules and if I'm obedient and if I'm doing his work, surely blessing will follow. Well, blessing doesn't necessarily mean change in circumstances. Right. It means support, grace, love as you walk through the messy mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, we know biblically that we have God's favor, like we are his favor. But I like favor when favor looks like um, a new job opportunity. (laughs) I like it when it means like 
great book sales. I like it when <laughs> my kids are all doing the right things. Like I enjoyed that kind of God's favor, but so often God's favor doesn't in the moment look mm-hmm. favorable. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about like, obviously Mary's pregnant with a baby and she's engaged, mm-hmm. like biblically speaking, or Abraham, leave everything and move your family to another place. You're going to be a father of many nations. Well, we have fertility issues. Like, how's that going to mm-hmm. work? You think of all these places, Noah, like what did he give up to build an ark? His wife's got to be like, are you, you lost your mind in the moment. Yeah. So often that favor doesn't feel favorable. And I think that's been kind of a message of in the middle of the mess, like we don't, we don't have to curate our lives and make everything look a certain way. We want a theology that lines up with our reality. And so I want a faith that on Sunday morning, I hear something and it lines up with what I'm living Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And, and I think the thread in there is that life is messy. We don't have to clean it up for it to be a God moment, but in the midst of that, that's what I hope the takeaway in the midst of that we see these pieces of God and we get new glimpses of him and we know him better on the other side of it. Yeah. And, and I think, that's how you get, I, I mean, I've never seen new girl. I don't even know who new girl is, <laughs> Zoe. But I mean, I want to be like, yes, like how hopeless. No wonder. It, yeah, it's hopeless. How hopeless if, if life is messy and it's crumbling and you aren't able to put the other half of that sentence in there. God is good, right? Yeah. Okay. I know that I can make fun of crunchy or granola or healthy people. And then you're like, but Heather, I thought that was you. Yes. Okay. I do appreciate a clean beauty product, but I also love when products work. And that's why I'm so thrilled that we get to partner with Thrive Cosmetics because I know they're certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free and clean and skin-loving and all their ingredients are fantastic and they have thousands of five-star reviews because they're high-performing products. They have the most amazing Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It lasts all day without clumping or smudging or flaking, which is a common problem for me with every other mascara. It looks like I have lash extensions because it's not damaging my lashes and it comes off so easily that I don't break them when I'm removing the mascara. just slides off with water and a washcloth because they have this flake-free tubing formula. It's trademarked, y'all. It lengthens, it defines, and it has nourishing ingredients which support my lashes growing stronger and getting healthier. So if you want to join me, I'd love for you to try out Thrive Cosmetics because not only are you going to experience a great product that's clean and vegan, they give back. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. I love knowing that not only uh, is it doing good for my body, making me look good, but doing good for our communities and helping us all live better lives. So right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com forward slash DMA. That's Thrive Cosmetics, and it's spelled out C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash DMA for 20% off your first order. Yeah, you just keep striving and trying and maybe this will work. And okay, so someone gets the book and it's, y'all, chapters filled with funny stories of real messy things Mm -hmm. and then the truth of God's character. What is your favorite chapter? Okay, 
I mean, I it's funny because I no one's asked me that yet. Um, oh. <laughs> and I feel like I've done a, a lot of interviews. So I, I love that. I've got an underdog chapter. I mean, a couple of them that I really like. Um, I, I mean, I love there's one on friendship. There's one on teaching my 16 year old to drive that I think is hilarious. And I laughed hard at writing and all that. But I wrote one about my dad. And my dad is super funny. I think I get my sense mm-hmm. of humor from him. If, if you think I'm funny, if you don't think I'm funny, then false alarm on that. But <laughs> my dad's super funny. And um, so this is, I'm just gonna tell you one story from yeah. my dad. Um, When my, I have twin brothers, they're older, they're twins. I'm not. So they're four years older. How do you say that? I have twin brothers. I have brothers that are twins. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So um, when they were- Because you'd be triplets if you were- Yeah, that's in, good math. In there. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So when they were little, um, they were just like, it, you know, it's like the groovy old days where, um, like we, they barely car seated them. I don't think they did car seat. Oh, people. right. Bruce right. was in a station wagon in like a playpen in the back. Same, same. Yeah. And so my dad was just losing his mind because my brothers were and are wild and loud and big imagine. personalities. Yeah. And so my dad was like, I'm done. And so he, my dad used to like own car dealerships and, um, or run and then owned eventually car dealerships. And so whenever a car would come through that kind of caught his eye, like he would buy it. And so he bought a new car, a family car for my mom, but he didn't run it by her, but he's like, this is going to solve all the problems of our family dilemma. And so he bought it and he called, he's like, I bought you a surprise, kind of like my paint, my number. And so my mom's like, oh, okay. And, and so he pulls up and like does the Hong Kong and she comes out with like a baby on each hip and she looks out there at this car and she's like, <laughs> he bought, are you ready for this? Oh, no. He bought a funeral hearse. Do you know what, what I'm talking about? It's a long funeral hearse because it had the retractable window. Oh and he's like, you put gosh. them back there. You can put the pack and play. You can put the sleeping bags and you roll up the window. <laughs> Done. And I mean, true story. And my she mom kept it. No, she didn't even not even a drive around the block. She's like, that goes back immediately. And I love it. That totally sounds like something my dad would have done. Like, that's so amazing. That's crazy. amazing. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. I know. So that's like an I Love Lucy episode. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. Like we could make this when we have when we do our production company, we'll make a sitcom out of that. Yeah. But um <laughs> our tour should be in Hertz. Oh, the Hearst tour. Heather's What were we gonna do? Heather's Hearst. We're a trailer park tour. Trailer park tour. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. But um yeah. So what would be God's character in that story? Okay, so I guess what I kind of go on and talk about my dad and how my dad has just always loved people well. But my mm. dad is not one that has big words or big gifts. Like he doesn't show up and like. Besides that hurts. Well, he didn't That's hurt. So that gift. was a real, a real yeah. bad gift. But my dad, like he just loved, he just always loved us very tangibly. But mm. I don't have like a lot of notes from him, like in college mm. and how much he must be. And I don't, I mean, when I still see him, I don't get the huge hug and I love you so much. I mean, yes, he's told me he loves me, but. He does it through these things like fixing the drain in my house and trying to problem solve, walking around with my babies when they're little during dinner so we could eat just these small, tangible mm. things. And and I think I in the chapter, I just talk about how we think love has to be this kind of more extravagant, like very um, tangible, touching, mm. whatever kind of thing. And how my dad just taught me love by the everyday, just mm. being there and being present in the everyday. My mom... Um, Used to be in a handbell choir. We're Baptist in the day. And oh my gosh, my favorite memory of being Baptist was being in the handbell choir. The handbell choir. Fifth grade. And then we switched churches. Oh, is it devastating? Literally one of the greatest traumas of my life is having to give up, which is sad. I don't have a lot of trauma. But I loved <laughs> handbell choir. No, well, don't say that. I do. Edit that, that out. That and crocheting. Edit it out. Why? We just lost the five people that listen to this. <laughs> oh. Handbell, choir, and crochet. It's so fun. Ding. 
Oh, she's got her bells up at her chest doing it. Okay, so so she's in my mom was in the handbell choir. This is one other quick thing from this chapter. Tracy, just to clarify, handbell choir is a group of people. They are each assigned a note bell. Each bell plays a note, and so or you might get two. Mm -hmm. If you're really good, you might get three or four, and you put them down and pick up the next one. Yeah, you do. But you're all practicing and playing a song. By holding these bells up against your chest, I'm holding fists right now up against my chest, knee, uh, elbows bent, and then you ding the bell out and pull it back to, to quiet. I'm glad you're laughing about this. I'm realizing. It's so fun. You know, Providence has it as a elective. Kids do. I'm so mad. None of my boys have ever done it. <laughs> That'll get you. one a, more boy that can maybe do it. That'll get you a wedgie in the cafeteria. But Tracy, yeah, you should, you should definitely okay. go check out a good handbell choir My concert. mom and dad were at this small church in a small town I, when I was tiny, tiny, and um, in a small town in New Mexico, and they lived there, and the church was just dead as can be. And so their, their little like community group, nobody called it that. What they call it? Their Sunday school group? Sunday school Whatever. Class, their Sunday yeah. school class would get together and pray that the Lord would just like set the church on fire, like just give them a new passion. The church caught on fire. No. <laughs> the church burned down. Talk about a quite literal answer to a figurative <laughs> prayer. I mean, I don't think the Lord did that, but the church catches on fire. They're there. They get the fire out. My mom's like, the handbells. So my dad, no. my dad goes in there. And it, I mean, like it started off like all my years ago, like it was like just a little bit of water on the floor from, um, you know, it was winter and and, and the uh, whatever's had gone off the sprinklers and all that. Now it's like he swam through the basement to get oh, them. So the it's story gotten better. has grown. It's okay. grown. But anyway, so he went and got the handbells. He brings them out because they were from England and whatever. He brings them out and he missed one. And my mom was uh. like, oh no. And I mean, a handbell choir, you have not if you're missing a bell. Oh, what if it's C? Middle yeah. C. So okay. she sent that man back in there. And he went and got that other handbell and he brought it out. And in their little town newspaper, the next day, front headline, Dorothy Wilkinson saves the handles. <laughs> no one even get credit. He's still mad about it. But I always say, like, as I'm talking in that chapter about like my dad's love, like that's kind of Jesus love. Like he goes after the one, right? Mm. Like I know that's kind of a stretch of an illustration, yeah. but he really does. Like yeah. he leaves the 99 for the one. And I feel like my dad has taught me that. That's, you know, a story of him kind of funny going back after the one, but that's how Jesus works. Well, and I also heard like <laughs> How often we go through the hard circumstance and God's love gets us through the hard circumstance and he doesn't get the credit. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like we move on. We're yeah. like, you're going to do this book and you're going to get all these accolades. And I know you will point back to God, but it's like mm-hmm. an intentional choice to right. remember when you're in the good part, uh-huh. when you're on the other side. Yeah. You have to be like, oh yeah. And God helped get me through this. Right. It wasn't me. Right. And that's why I'd I think like to thank me. You just I'd see like that? to thank me for my perseverance and surviving COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Which I, is true. And also. And also. But I think that's just it. Isn't that it? When you're talking about life is messy, like ask Zoe, y'all. Life has gotten very <laughs> messy out there. And to be able to stop and see that thread of God being good, I think is the critical component because it's so easy to, it's so easy, like you said, to either forget or not to notice, not to pay attention. And here's the thing, like, if we're only going to find God in the high points, like, I, you know, I knew God was there on the spiritual highs. I've seen him at the yeah. youth camp and I've seen him when I was married. And, but listen, like 98% of your life is the messy part. If you're like Heather and I, 98% of it is yeah. the messy part. So listen, we're going to find God in that and see his goodness because that right there, like that changes lives. It changes ours, but it changes the lives of those around us because people are watching to see how we react, what makes us tick, 
What's the story we're writing with our lives? Yeah. And they want to see like, like what, what makes us freak out? What, how do we spend our money? What do we, what makes us race down to the school? Well, yeah. let's in the mess, like let's find God's goodness and rest in that as much as we can. And that that's telling an eternal story that I think we need to be about. And so that's what I hope in the book. I hope it's lots Good. of funny with some depth. And I don't even think, I don't know, I could be wrong, Heather, but I'm not, I don't think I talk about my ailments in it. Maybe, maybe <laughs> plantar fasciitis comes up. I don't know. No medical advice, thankfully. No, not even legal advice. No advice. No advice. Um, And friendship is in there. Yeah. Talk Friendship's a big, it's, it's Valentine's, Galentine's. I'm hearing lots of people talking about the loneliness epidemic and yada, yada, yada. I felt like Christmas or December was full of seeing people and it was great. Lots of fun parties, not to brag, but I was invited to a lot of really fun parties. No, that's totally bragging. Okay. And then January, it's just like, boom, everybody's tired. It's freezing or sick. And more people I talked to were like, this January has really kicked me in the pants. And it's hard to get together and see people. And yet, what I have found is even though we're not in a party season, I've had a friend in the hospital really, really sick with cancer that came back. And I saw friends gather around. And it's like we're talking about like, yes, it's great in the good times when we have these relationships, God and others. But then also in the Januaries of life. Yeah. The the pits, the valleys, the sickness. Cultivate these relationships for the whole time. Right. And you do that. Like, you're really good at, like, if I mentioned I was sick, you checked in on me. How are you doing today? Mm-hmm. Not everybody does that. Hmm. Well, yeah. You do that. So what are your tips for being a good friend? You know, and I saw a meme, or is it a GIF, or is it a GIF? And what's the sure. difference? Okay. Sure. I saw a GIF or a GIF or a meme or whatever it's saying. Yep. It's hard to believe it's already January 45th. <laughs> it doesn't feel that way. It's mm-hmm. a, is it now the 90th mm-hmm. day of January? I'm sh- yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, here's the thing about friendship um, that I kind of talk out in the book. And I think I got some of this from Kay Wyman. Our good friend Kay talks about how her daughter went to a sleepover one time, and she got in the car the next morning. She's like, it was the worst sleepover ever. There are three popular girls went in the other room and wouldn't sleep in the same room with the rest of us. And so what? she was so upset. And, and Kay's like, okay, well, how many were in the room with you? And she's like, 17. <laughs> and Kay was like, okay, like, are you getting it? And I think that maybe is something I would love for us to think about a little bit in our lives is just that we tend to value quantity over quality of mm. friendships if we're not careful. Yeah. And so you might have hopefully these two or three or four or maybe one, whatever that solid friendship the Lord has given you. Like lean into that one. But we start looking around and I'm the worst, man. I think I've got friends and I'm intentional and all that. And then I see one girl's trip to, you know, where Cabo on Instagram. Playing Mahjong. And I'm like, everybody hates me. What happened? Like Heather's over here talking about the 3,000 parties she went to in yeah. December. I'm like, gosh, I guess I don't have friends. I and totally. so I would say a couple things. I, I, I would say, and, and, I, and I talk about this in the book, but listen, like, dare we just get comfortable that maybe we just need three or four friends. You know, mm. the paralytic we talk about, you know, the guy on the mat, his friends drag him up to Jesus and they can't get in. So they cut a hole in the roof and they lower him in. Like those are the three or four friends you need. The ones that are going to take you to Jesus. You need the three or four that are going to believe in your dreams when you don't believe in them. The three or four that are going to believe in your marriage when you're struggling and believe in your kids when doing stupid stuff, which is all the time with my kids. <laughs> you need those three or four friends. And if you have those three or four, yeah, be that to them, be intentional, you know, open yourself up to new friendships for sure. I'm not saying like, let's all form our cliques and there's no room for anyone else. Like you and I are in the scheme of life, we're new friends, but, totally. but I would just say lean into those friendships and like, 
be the friend that you need. And so for mm-hmm. me, like it, I, I check on you cause I care, but also like, I really appreciate when people take a few minutes and like, just follow up with me or say, Hey, I remember you said this, I prayed for it. And so I try to be that back. And so I would just encourage you, like, mm-hmm. listen, you can have new friends. That's great. But you also probably have people around you. If you don't pray about that, ask the Lord to give them to you, but the three or four friends and then everyone else like, great. It's great to have other distant relationships, but let's not obsess when we're with the 17. Don't worry about the three in the other room. This is good. This is good. And, and I think if, if you're like, Oh no, so-and-so's busy. Do you ever do that? I I won't bother them. They probably have people. Yeah. Yeah. And then I found, no, that's not true. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. like I thought, oh, surely so-and-so is helping this person. And then I reach out to this person and no one's helping them. And I was like, oh, I can totally help. I can show up, you know. So if you get that, if you get that nudge or someone comes to mind, that's been something I've been trying to lean into better. That's really practical. Yeah. Because like the loneliest place is sometimes in a crowd, right? And so yeah. just because someone's in a crowd doesn't mean. But we can get in our own way. Like we can mm-hmm. mentally be like, oh, they have people mm-hmm. or they're, they're busy. Or they may not. They may have never been asked to go to dinner or maybe never. Mm-hmm. They don't have anyone. And I don't know. This girl reached out to me a couple weeks ago and she's like, I'm sure you're too busy and you won't want to be on my podcast, but is there any way you'd consider it? Blah, blah, blah. And my, and my instant reaction, I'm going to be honest, was kind of like, oh, I do have a lot right now, but I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. Well, long story short, this girl is very specialized and trained in something that I didn't realize is an issue that's going on in my house with my youngest. And like, she said one word that like the Lord put on my heart. And after the interview, I'm like, can you tell me about this? And it turned into this like, she totally ministered to me. Like it was such a gift. And so just the fact that yeah. she reached out, like just yeah. don't assume. Yeah, I'm with you. Like reach well, out. Or like sometimes we think, oh no, I'm too busy for that. There was a gal from our church and she was like, hey, I'd love to have breakfast with you. Mm-hmm. We've never, she said, and I was so impressed. I said, what led you to ask me? And it wasn't because I have a podcast and it wasn't, she said, well. Sidetracked. It wasn't because of sidetrack. She huh. just said, we see each other at church. We're acquaintances. Mm-hmm. But she said, I don't think you would list me as one of your friends. And I would like to be better friends. Oh. And we had the best conversation. And then she ended up, anyway, helping me with something. It's like unexpected. Yeah. I think if we'd open ourselves up to following the Holy Spirit's nudges, not deciding already that someone's too busy or deciding we're too busy yeah i mean not that we want to stretch ourselves to exhaustion no but <coughs> and be, like some people are so, are, exa- are so exhausted this is an exhausting season for you though i oh, know and you keep saying my daughter was listening to our podcast the other mm-hmm. day and she's like <laughs> you're so good at working <laughs> less than 30 times you said you're just really good at working and you're kate, really good at and it. kate goes Heather doesn't think you can do anything but work. And I go, that might be a problem. But one other thing. I think you can do other things, but you're very good at working. Thanks. Let's mm-hmm. not say that every If your podcast. children call you blessed. They have risen up and called me blessed. Okay. One last thing I was going to say, be a student of other people too. Like I oh, think okay. you're good at this. And like you showed, uh, and this is like your Galentine's challenge, everyone. I think oh. Galentine's is so dumb too, the way I said that. I think it comes from uh, Parks and Rec, right? I don't know. I don't watch that show. I only watch The Chosen. <laughs> okay, but no. If you you really uh-huh. haven't watched Parks and Rec, no, never, no, new girl. I'm the new girl. Oh girl. my gosh, it's going to be your post book launch challenge. Okay, starting with season two, not season one. Okay, go ahead. My Valentine's challenge. Okay, last challenge. thing. My challenge to you is this: Let's 
for Galentine's. Let's be a student of someone else and do something simple but nice and thoughtful. For example, yeah, Heather McFadden. Before mm-hmm. I mean, this while back, showed up at my house one day with a ginormous Diet Dr Pepper or Diet Coke or whatever. Um, from Whataburger, because yeah. that's my love language, is a good old Diet Coke. Save your emails. Send them directly to Heather McFadden. Uh, are you telling the crunchies? Is that what you call them? The crunchies. But the crunchies. That's so insulting you call them that. Well, um, it's, I mean, what should we call them? The organics? The, I don't know. The natural. The folk. natural? That don't the healthy, the people that are going to live longer? I don't know. Those who buy loom? <laughs> No, here's your Galentine's challenge is to be observant of somebody, figure out somebody that whatever they like, just drop something by a friend's house or that mm. you want to get to know better. Or if you know someone that like their kids needs a little help in this or that, you could just. Well, you could do this too. That you could be studying your kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you don't even know your kid's favorite something. I think my boys, their, their favorites change. But oh. the other day I was headed to the grocery store and I said, you know what? Food is a love language for boys. I'm going to text the ones who have phones and say, what are three things you would like from the grocery store? I was surprised at their answers. Did somebody say beer? One of my no, kids would be sarcastic enough. No, no. But I was surprised at what was special to them. And I thought, well, that makes them feel valued. That's yeah. a small thing. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Boys don't care about, you know, the thing where people put hearts on the door with all the things they love about you. If they're words of affirmation, kid, maybe that matters. But my boys just like threw them away. Like yeah. they didn't care. Okay. Can we? I love that. Can I end? Can are we? Have wrapping? you ever gotten jewelry that's shaped like a heart? No. Okay. Next can we question. end with? <laughs> <laughs> can we end with something back from the past that is so horrifyingly traumatic? And I need to know if this happened at your school. Did they have Valentine's like whatevers that you could buy that like the student council sold? Oh, like in Mean Girls. Exactly. I just watched Mean Girls. Okay. So you, you, you watched buy a movie. Good job. No, I didn't see the new one. I was watching no, the old no, one. No, I'm just saying yeah, you yeah. watched the old one. I wasn't working. <laughs> okay. So listen, they, okay. So they had that in my school. Did they have that in your school growing? Oh, you, oh sorry, homeschool. Did your mom <laughs> set up a table in the entryway where my you- brother <laughs> ordered flowers to be delivered to my mom and not to me? Okay. Everyone, Heather, if you could stand by while I talk to um, our audience for a moment. Okay, you guys, they set up the table in the schoolhouse. Uh-huh. Remember, and the in the pe- in the student council had whatever they were, okay, and they delivered them about whatever. And you know, in Mean Girls, if you've watched the show, how the girl bought them and like for pretended, pretended like it was from the cool girl to her yes. and to everybody, but this one girl. Okay. You're sitting in class, you guys, and they come in. My school, they were balloons, okay? They come in with the Feels balloons wasteful. with a tag on them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, Mary Margaret and Sissy Sue and Karen. And it. Do they say who they're from? No, they just list who my, well, oh, Autumn, it says it, but they weren't reading who they're from and everybody. Okay. So they're handing them out, okay? Well, you go to third period and, and I mean, like, Alisanne has 19 balloons. She's, like, getting carried away. Oh, She's she can barely off the stand. Yeah, okay. And Cynthia Yanoff with her perm and her, no, her don't you 1986 make that. 1986 sweatshirt. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, 1985. If you don't know what that is, you need to read the book, my yeah. 1985 sweatshirt. Yeah. Okay, so Cynthia Yanoff has none. Cynthia Yanoff had a. If you hear that sound, guys, that's her necklace. Oh, sorry, you guys. Yeah. I had a touch a touch of a mean streak in high school. Okay. But I had two older brothers and they were mean. So I kind of like had to hold my own. Okay. I went and bought like mean girls. I bought myself like five <laughs> before school one day. And on two of my put my, some of my friends, boyfriends names. <gasps> the end. And you, and they knew? No, they didn't know. But I mean like, 
you read it out loud like, oh, Bobby. Yes. You naughty guy. <laughs> I didn't say it that way. You said it like that. <laughs> You're naughty. Guilty. <laughs> okay, so anyway, I wish you all the best Valentines. May your children not have a student. May your children be homeschooled. May there not be a Cynthia Yanoff in this the junior so- high building. And may you buy life as messy. God is good. And know that he has been good despite See, sometimes life is messy because of circumstances that just happen because it's a broken world, right? Sometimes we create our own mess, Cynthia. And I think <laughs> I think that you have given that prime example, y'all. Okay. Well, have a I'm good one. Thanks for getting sidetracked with us. Yeah. With love. With love. With love. Sending all the love. See, I wear my love sweater. I wish I had a handbell that I could play us out. <laughs> oh, I'm adding handbells for sure. Okay, thanks for tracking with us, y'all. Uh, I hope that you got a laugh or two in there. The the guilty pleasure comment cracks us up, and um, we kind of get it. Like, with the heaviness of all the things in the world, it's just good to laugh. And so we're thrilled to be a part of that in your little journey. Okay, and don't forget, please enter to win to join us. We would love to have you on the show with us. And let's support Cynthia. On her book launch day, if you can just reshare one of her posts, if you're not following on Instagram, let's fix that right now. Uh, go find Cynthia Yanoff on Instagram. And then when she shares about her book, put it in your little Insta story. It does make a difference. Put a little link to order the book. I'm just telling you as an author who's released a couple books, it's no small thing when you show support and highlight someone. So let's do that. Let's all rally around Cynthia And I'm going to just pray over this book and this message. Lord, we thank you that you can't change, that you are who you are and who you've always been since the beginning of time with the messy lives of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all of the people in the Bible who have uh, been humans in a broken world and you have faithfully loved us, guided us, cared for us. And even if it's a mess of our own making, you are so kind and good to bring order to our chaos. And so, Lord, I pray for anyone who today is feeling the heaviness, the weight of um, their messy life, that you would whisper words of grace and kindness and love and just uh, your presence. God, we're thankful that we are very aware of our lack of control and it is the rest comes from just sitting in your sovereignty and realizing that you are not out of control and that you um, are aware of even the hardest things that are in our life. And so, Lord, may we lean on your full, capable self and release all our attempts at false control. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, y'all, join me back here on Monday. We're actually going to be talking about something super practical, how to feed your kids. Um... What do you need to feed your kids? Y'all sent in great questions for the nutritionist. Casey Barnes is going to be on the show. So join me here on Monday. All right. Have a great weekend. Adios. Bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. 
That's managementconcepts.com.